When police arrived on the scene, they witnessed a half-naked 19-year-old Austin Heroff chewing on the face of one of his victims while growling. The officers had just walked into a horrific scene that looked like something out of The Walking Dead. It would take three of them and a canine unit to pull the teenage cannibal off of the 59-year-old John Stevens' body, who at this point had long succumbed to his wounds. But this is just the beginning or rather the end of a murderous and violent spree that also claimed the life of his wife Michelle. And listen, because this story gets strange fast and isn't like anything you've heard before. Austin, the killer, didn't know the victims, and he claims that it wasn't an hallucinogenic drug or bath salts that made him turn into a teenage death machine, but a psychotic break with reality that he had no control over. I'm so sorry, and I never wanted this to happen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but this excuse, or I don't know who, defense strategy is exactly why Austin may be the first person ever to be caught literally eating a man's face that he killed and not go to jail for it. Harris, who is now 22, appeared in court alongside of his attorney. The former Florida State student has said he was suffering from schizophrenia and doesn't clearly remember the savage attack on the couple that began in the garage in 2016. Now, the victim's family are calling it rich white boy justice, and Austin's attorneys are calling it an insanity plea of not guilty. But before I give you the story and let you make up your mind about whether or not Austin should be in jail, and if this is rich white boy justice, and it was white people that said that, this is where I I give my trigger warning because we are going to dive into all of that as well as the very graphic and bizarre story of what happened the night Austin left dinner with his family to go eat someone else's family. But first, I am Joe Stone and this is the Church of Joe Stone podcast. Well, cool comes to pray, you come to stay and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another video coming your way where we find the most shocking and provocative news and take it to church. Now, according to people who knew Austin, he was your average college student. He loved the gym and he was also in great shape. He loved to sing and was described by most as a shy, kind, and very gentle person. Unfortunately, none of that would keep him from murdering two people and injuring a third who tried to stop his assault that fateful day when Austin walked into the Stevens garage. CBS 12 reports that on the night of the murders, Austin was having dinner with his father at a restaurant when he abruptly got up and departed strolling into the street and walking more than three miles to the home of Mr. and Mrs. Stevens, who he did not know. He randomly was walking down the street and I guess saw a house with the garage door open. Now, during his walk, he started stripping his clothes off so that by the time that he arrived at the Stevens garage, he was half naked. And the Stevens were in their garage because they had set it up as their hangout spot slash lounge area with sofas and their favorite things out in the garage. And that's where they spent a lot of their time. Unfortunately for them that night, also then entered the garage and immediately started a violent attack on the couple using not only his knife that he had brought with them that his father gave him but an assortment of their own tools and sharp objects that they had lying around the garage and you have to remember during this time Austin is in a complete psychotic state he's crazed and violently blitzing the older couple who had no way to see this coming now while this is going on the couple's neighbor Jeff Fisher who stayed across the street rushed over to assist the couple when he saw and heard all the commotion. Unfortunately, as soon as he got there, Austin's rage turned to him, where he immediately attacked Jeff, the would-be hero, with his knife in hand. And I was standing kind of like this, and you know, whether I went to block or whatever, 
that's when he called me there the first time. Now, during the scuffle, Jeff was able to grab Austin and throw him to the ground. But after getting Austin off of him, he quickly realized that he was bleeding from his head. He had been cut by Austin and quickly retreated to his home to seek medical attention and called the police. And when the police arrived on the scene, they found the Stevens assailant trying to tear off chunks of Mr. Stevens' face and abdomen with his teeth. He had his legs intertwined, his arm wrapped around the male, and he had his fingers like a fish hook in his mouth, pulling his face off, trying to pull his cheek apart. Was he saying anything? He was, was ground. Sheriff William Snyder, one of the officers that was on the scene, stated in 2016 to People Magazine that the suspect was on top of our victim, clutching him in a bear hug and biting him in the face. After finally getting him off of his victim, he started coughing up pieces of his face, saying that he'd ate something bad. And when the cops asked him what, he said, people. Now, at first, the police and the media and kind of everybody thought that this might have been some type of drug-fueled attack. Maybe he was high off flocka or bath salts or one of the other million drugs that he could have came into contact with. But the toxicology report came back showing that Austin was actually clean. He wasn't on any drugs. Now, Austin's father claims that his family has a history of schizophrenia. And his parents also said that the weeks leading up to the attack, he had been displaying very odd behavior that wasn't the character of Austin. Austin himself cried, breaking down on an interview with Dr. Phil, saying that he didn't remember what happened other than seeing dark figures and attacking them and that he didn't mean to harm anybody and was not on drugs. He also told Dr. Phil that he needed treatment, that he was paranoid and had delusions of grandeur during the interview. According to the psychologist attached to the case, one hired by the state and then one by the defense, Haruf was having an acute psychotic episode when he killed the couple. The experts found that Haruf or Austin couldn't tell right from wrong, which means that he meets Florida's requirement to be found not guilty by reason of insanity, which of course is not only angering to the people who have heard about this case and you know wouldn't want their loved ones eaten, but the family members of the victims are of course outraged that this young man may never see a prison cell. The victim families fiercely rejected the interpretation of what happened and stated that Austin was a coddled drug addict who was mindful of the atrocity that he did and deserved to go to jail. But unfortunately for them, Circuit Judge Sherwood Bauer listened for almost two hours to the angry and upset words of Stevens and Miss Sean's family and even listened as they directly spoke to Austin in the courtroom, but still sided with the defense that Austin was having a psychotic break and was not guilty by reason of insanity. Court documents now say the 25-year-old Austin Haruf, who is accused of killing a Florida couple with a knife and biting the face of the man, will go to a mental hospital instead of prison. According to Austin's counsel, Nell L. King, Austin was declared not guilty by reason of insanity in the deaths of John Stevens and Michelle Michonne Stevens. Now, again, the family is angry. They think that this is a case of white rich privilege. And they may have at least a point. Like, look, this very well have been a psychotic break. But would a black defendant who didn't have as much money as Austin's family, would they be able to prove that? Would they get the benefit of the doubt or benefit of the facts and not go to jail for it? I don't know. And should we listen when, you know, white people tell other people that, hey, there's some white privilege going on. Seems like they would know. But let us know what you think. Do you think Austin knew what he was doing when he did it? Do you think that this is some defense play? Do you think that he deserves to go to jail? And do you think that the family 
deserves justice in the form of seeing him go to prison for his crimes instead of seeing him go to a mental hospital where he can eventually get out. Let us know what you think. But that's our story for the day. I am Joe Stone. This is the Church of Joe Stone podcast where cool comes to pray. You come to stay and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another video coming your way where we find the most shocking and provocative stories and take him to church. I'll see you in the next one.